At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's going to all have to start with that self-love. But, you know, again, we letting people create our environment and putting us in these tanks. Uh, I used to have a snake, you know, and uh, I remember when I had this snake, I was like 10 years old, but something caught up to me. It stayed in my consciousness. My mama said, if you don't change the cage and make the cage bigger, the snake won't grow. It will only grow to fit in the cage. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dang. So now, you know, I'm 33 thinking about it. If you put somebody in an environment and you limit that environment that you put them in, they only going to be able to grow to function in that environment. That's a fact. Anything outside that environment, they're going to be unaware of or they're going to lack the knowledge of. And that's why we ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Because we are not being privy to the environment. So, I mean, privy to the knowledge that they are keeping away from us. And that's why I respect you, man, like so much, because you are out feeding the masses of people and you get into the high level conversations. And now we waking people up. They probably in their notebooks like this right now. Let me look oh, up absolutely. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's and that's be what a it's lot about. To learn. So what we doing essentially is we breaking that cage that my mama was talking about with that snake out here. We breaking it. Now that snake is able to grow and, and, and be introduced to another environment that it didn't, it didn't even know existed, man. I'm 19 Keys and this is High Level Conversation. Tap in with the guy. Peace family, 19 Keys tapping in with another High Level Conversation. This time, man, this is a special episode for me because it takes me back to the crib. You understand me? A place where I was born in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, where I grew up, you understand me? And you know, rough terrain environments is where I learned a lot of lessons, you know, um, and a place where most of the people that I know from there are dead, in jail, on drugs, you understand me? It's a heavy uh, criminal environment. A lot of homicide happens out there, a lot of unsolved murders. You understand me? It's a food desert. Um, it's rated as one of the lowest, you know, um, standards of living in America. But it's also a place where my family is heavily from. You understand me? And so I don't often go back because of the dark cloud that exists over there. And just a simple fact, it no longer feels like home because those people that would have made it a home for my childhood no longer exist. But, you know, talking with my brother Steve, we was having a conversation about you know, what is the positivity that does exist out there? You understand me? Who are some of the leaders shining the light, doing something positive 
that exist even in some of the darkest places, you know, and the one thing about reality is that there's always balance. You understand me? And so for every situation that has negativity, there's somebody that comes in and bring a positive light. And the brother that I am uh, about to have this high level conversation with, the brother Yakia Awakened, you understand me, is a brother whom I've had a short period of time to get to know. But in my research and listening to the passion in his spirit and the uh, movement that he's created as a young Messiah out here delivering the message to the people of healing, of consciousness, you understand me, of ancient wisdom and knowledge, I think is one that's key. Because I always talk about there's not enough keys in people's lives to be able to unlock that aspect of them that's rusty, to where they don't know how to heal themselves, to solve their problems, to get out their conditions. So it's my pleasure to get to know the brother in front of you all, you understand me, and explore some of the intellect and knowledge that he brings to not only the city of St. Louis, but the world. Man, welcome, brother. All praises, man. Peace, God. Good to be here. Good yes, sir. Here. Yes, sir. Definitely. Man, so, you know, uh, I want to know a little bit about your story, if you could sum up, like, you know, what's the elevator pitch of Yakia and all that you went through? Uh, well, for those that don't know me, uh, my name is uh, Yakai. Everybody yeah, called me. Come on, man. Yakai. Yeah, yeah Yakai. Let me. <laughs> no, but everybody called me Yaki for sure. Okay, okay. So, so my you name is Yakai, but everybody I'm, called I'm, me. I'm biased to the key. I'm always going to try to throw a key in there. Hey, no, that's just really yeah. Yaki. Okay. So it's, ya, it's Yakai. Uh, it's, it's a Hebrew name and just means uh, Yahoo gives life or Yahweh gives life. Yes, sir. And my middle name is Rafa. Rafa means healer. Last name El, Elohim, mm -hmm. means power. Yes, you sir. know what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, my name really explains who I am, but everybody called me Yaki for short. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what got me into health and healing was uh, truly essentially healing myself. You know, being in the streets of St. Louis, raised out there, running the streets, uh, gang banging, getting shot, stabbed. I got metal from here to here wounds all over my body you tend to start getting into you know activities that's not healthy or conducive for your health man so you know i was smoking a lot of weed drinking a lot of alcohol and i got into snorting cocaine with the gang that i was with mm -hmm. and uh i ended up developing a heart disease my kidneys start to fail i had diabetes high blood pressure man i remember taking all the medicines and everything but i i wouldn't stop smoking cigarettes stop smoking weed stop drinking alcohol and i wouldn't stop snorting so uh, one day uh, I ended up snoring the line, man, and I had a, a mini heart attack. And uh, I ended up going to the hospital, and they was telling me while I was in the hospital, I was actively having a heart attack. Mm. And just listening to the doctors, you know, my mama used to always tell me to stop, sisters, brothers, everybody used to always tell me to slow down. But it was just something about that last particular incident, man, and being in that hospital, and that doctor looking me in my eyes, just telling me, if you do this again, you might not, you might not survive this one. And man, it, it scared me straight. I ended up going home that day, uh, I threw away all my dope, uh, threw away the dope that I was selling, threw, flushed my weed down the toilet, you know what I'm saying? And I sat down on the couch and I'm like, man, I, when I was sitting down, I was sitting next to a little table I had and I had all my medicine up there. And I just got disgusted with myself, man. So I'm like, man, what, what can I do not to take this medicine no more? Because it was having physical effects on my body where I couldn't even be a young man, if you know what I mean. That's what the side effects of the medicine do. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't procreate and stuff off of that right. stuff because blood don't flow properly. Right. So, uh, man, I end up getting on YouTube and, and Googling natural healing remedies, you know what I'm saying, to, to some of the stuff that I was suffering from. And uh, a Caucasian man, an Anglo-Saxon popped up, and I couldn't feel him. But at the end of the video, YouTube give you, uh, you know, suggested people that you can listen to. And Dr. Savy popped up, man. Mm. And 
I seen this black, tall, skinny, bald head man talking about yeah. he done healed HIV, sickle cell anemia, leukemia, you know, talking about the Usha Village Research Institute. Yeah, yeah. And it just blew my mind because, you know, coming from my aspect, superheroes don't look like us. You know mm. what I'm saying? You look at the TV, you see the man with the cape on, it's a white face behind it. You see Wonder Woman, it's a white face behind it. So to see a black man speaking with such authority like that, with confidence, and he was for sure, it just, it, it took me, man, and I, I became addicted to the research. So I started studying him. I studied him so much, within the next three days, I knew who all his wives was. I knew everybody's name. That's how much I was just watching him. And man, that, that's what, he, he like motivated a spark for my purpose. Mm. And everything changed right there, man. I ended up studying herbology. Uh, I got into a bunch of biochemistry classes. I am a biochemist, started studying a lot of stuff. And then that's when I started messing with particular herbs. Ended up making me a concoction took my own herbs and healed myself within 120 days. I, didn't, I went back to the doctor. I didn't have no more scar tissue on my heart. I didn't have uh, diabetes no more. I didn't have high blood pressure no more. Uh, I was able to get an erection. I mean, everything about my whole entire life had changed just from changing my diet and, and changing what I was drinking, man. And that's, once I healed myself, man, my mama was like, I seen you do it, I watched you do it. Yeah. I, what about me? I got high yeah. blood pressure. So I ended up giving her the herbs, she healed. From there, I went to my sister. And once I healed my sister, it went, it went worldwide, man. Started in the small communities of St. Louis, and now we global with it. That's powerful. It's, it's a lot in there that's powerful, matter of fact, and it's a lot really to unpack. Because, you know, we, we got an uh, epidemic within our culture because we got a death culture. Yeah. You understand me? We, de we very necromantic. You yeah. understand me? Like... We celebrate the things that bring us closer to death yeah. rather than that celebrate the expansion of our lives right. and raise our vibration. So when it comes to the reality of like, you know, young men overdosing on lean or doing lean and things of that nature, you know, or just ones that's out there popping pills, doing drugs. Because you didn't just say you got rid of cocaine. You say you got rid of the weed too. Everything. You understand me? But why the weed? Why everything? Why not just, you know, from what you know, cause the heart attack? You understand me? What gave you the mindset to say, you know what, I'm going to just completely detox from it all? Uh, I mean, for one, you know, if you look at what weed is and you look at marijuana and you study the chemical composition of it, you know, the THC uh, is acidic. And it, when it binds to certain chemistry in your brains, it actually kills your brain cells when you put a flame to it. Mm -hmm. Anytime you put fire to anything, you change the, ch the chemical molecular structure of it. So, you know, uh, I'm not against marijuana uh, for healing purposes if you use it as in teas and stuff like that for healing, but when you using it for, for psychotic you know, uh, ailments and you using it just to free yourself from where you at in order, you know, to, in order to stop the shadow work that you need to go right. through to actually free yourself, then it becomes a drug and you getting addicted to it. And not only that, it kills your brain cells. Uh, the way they make the weed now, where they, they take a female plant and mix it with a female plant and get all these hybrids. Mm. Not only that, they put uh, magnesium blockers or magnesium inhibitors inside of the weed that stop the seeds from growing. So now you got all this hybrid weed with no seeds that was created by Yahweh for you to get. So then you smoking this stuff and, and you look at the research on weed and the height of the hybrid weed, man, it changes your psychological preference in life. It even changes your sexuality in certain type of ways. And people don't look at it like that, That's a fact. but it, it does. So we see a lot of uh, effeminate men. We see a lot of uh, homosexuality uh, exchanges going on within the black community. And nobody ever look at the marijuana and, and dig into the biochemical history of the marijuana to see that the marijuana is changing our outlook and perception on life. You know, Dr. Wesley, uh, you know, one of the person I look up to when it comes to information, 
because his scholarship is very rigorous. He does a lot of detail and he brings the science and the facts. And he talks about, you know, the chemical assault on the black man and black malehood and specifically in connection to weed. You yeah. feel me? Because of, you know, like you said, when you smoke it, it changes the chemical composition. You understand me? Because most people are doing it for the psychoactive effect, Facts. not the cannabinoids, and Facts. not so that they can get some sort of healing or anti-inflammation Facts. or whatever it may be. You know, they want to get high. Facts. Right? And so the reality of it is, is that it has inhibitors that block testosterone. Facts. You understand me? Specifically in men, but also increased testosterone in women. Facts. Right? And so, you know, those balances and imbalances of mood, imbalances of hormones, have an effect on us. Facts. And most people don't want to take a look and have that conversation, but we know that that's the reality. Yeah. You know, like, we live at the point where if, if you can distract us from that mind to God where we focus, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. You understand me? Like, if we can get focused, we can build and produce any idea that's within the mind. This episode is brought to you by Gold Water. This, this is, to, to, to me, it's like, for everybody that listens and, and takes in this message, it's not for us to debate you, it's for you to study. Yeah. You understand me? That there's science. If you believe in science, you believe in mathematics, you understand yeah. me? Then the science is going to add up to say, well, this has this side effect and it does this. And when you start to look at your environment, if you eating food your entire life, right? If a person can put in front of them all the food that they ate in the warehouse and they was able to break down the composition of what was in it, Man. you're going to see that it was a concoction of death. Yeah. You understand me? And destruction. And, and, and things that have uh, disruption of your hormones, you understand me, and your sexual drive and things of that nature. And so it's is because I know I'm going to have a diverse audience, but in, in the day, truth is truth. Everything starts from that primitive gut tube. It's three things that's created simultaneously, I would say, at the same time. That's the nervous system, mm -hmm. the primitive gut tube, and something called the lipid sac. The lipid sac is the actual lymphatic system where it can clean up all the byproducts that the baby is getting from eating all the food that mother eat. Then you also have that blood, but blood and lymph is called the interstitium fluid of the body. This is all talking about the same chemical composition. From there, you got the primitive gut tube where everything grow from. Yeah. You know, they call it the ectoderm, the mesoderm, and the endoderm. And, and when you start looking at, and this is how holistic health is, your skin is made from the same cells as your brain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So if you have a skin problem, something is wrong with your brain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You start looking at your internal organs. They made for the same thing as your eyes. So like, what, I just think we need to be re-educated and taught of what true love is. And, and, and that love for self is going to make us research health. Yeah. It's going to make us research food. It's going to make us research That's religion. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to all have to start with that self-love. But, you know, again, we letting people create our environment and putting us in these tanks. Uh, I used to have a snake, you know? And uh, I remember when I had this snake, I was like 10 years old, but something caught up to me. It stayed in my consciousness. My mama said, if you don't change the cage and make the cage bigger, the snake won't grow. It will only grow to fit in the cage. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dang. So now, you know, I'm 33 thinking about it. If you put somebody in an environment and you limit that environment that you put them in, they only going to be able to grow to function in that environment. That's a fact. Anything outside that environment, they're going to be unaware of or they're going to lack the knowledge of. And that's why we're ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Because we are not being privy to the environment. So, I mean, privy to the knowledge that they are keeping away from us. And that's why I respect you, man, like so much because you are out feeding the masses of people and you get into the high level conversations. And now we waking people up. They probably in their notebooks like this right now. Let me look oh, up absolutely. that. Meme. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it's and that's be what a it's lot about. To learn. So what we doing essentially is we breaking that cage that my mama was talking about with that snake out here. We breaking it. Now that snake is able to grow and, and, and be introduced to another environment that it didn't it didn't even know existed, man. You know, most of us we so attracted to to death, we got to distract them from it. Like, unfortunately, mm. it's like you know how uh, like a person watching Netflix all day, like that's their distraction. But really, it's not. That's their primary focus. Facts. This is their distraction. You understand me? Because that was deep. That was deep this right ain't there. That, this ain't the uh, dominant majority in their life. Fact. Like consciousness is now people's distraction. Yeah. And then they go right back to the reality. You understand me? That's destroying them. Which is their focus. Yeah. Which is what they primary that's deep. focus. I like that. Is. I like that. So it's like knowing that being a one percent of somebody's life, trying to increase the repetition of people getting into the pattern and a better frequency of self. Like always say, what you do frequently becomes your frequency. Facts. Right. Like. You can look at a person reality and see the sum of their habits, their thoughts, their ideas, and their patterns. Facts. That's the frequency you want. Facts. And it's going to control you. But I want to have a conversation about this because you talked about something, and, uh, and, and it's about more so the connection between food and sex, mm -hmm. right? Now, I know that specifically in America, you know, when you go on a date, most of the dates are going to be to food, mm -hmm. right? You're going to eat food, the blood going to go down, it's going to excite those erogenous areas, it's going to make you horny, you want to have sex. Facts. That's the food sex cycle. You have sex, you burn the calories, you understand me, and then you get hungry, and then it's a food sex cycle within that pattern of relationship. Can I throw something in there real quick? No, and, I want you to throw hey, it all in there, man. And look, man, look we got to keep this. We got to keep this too. The food that they eating got sexual hormones in them, especially if you're eating chicken. You know, because they want them to reproduce faster. So they sticking them with all type of sexual steroids. So that come on to you. Then most of the food is died up through stress. You know what I'm saying? So you're getting all them stress, you know, uh, melanin neurotransmitters that come yeah. from the food. So, and you have to look at promotion-wise when it comes to uh, food psychology. You know, we see that a snicker. A snicker is made to replicate a black man's penis. Got the veins in it and everything. You bite into the snicker, you got caramel, caramel dripping from the snicker. It's even mm. in our foods. Hot dogs. What is the concept of a hot dog? And why do a hot dog go between buns? Mm. What about pizza? Mm. How pizza is used for pedophiles? It's called pizza gate. But you see, pizza represents the upside down triangle, which represents the wound of a woman. So, so food is sexual, but we have to start looking at sex. Sex ain't all about the sexual reproductive organs. You know, just like a woman have lips on her mouth, she have lips down there. You know, just how you have certain things that's in the back of your throat, this is something called a clitoris. So we see that as above, so below. So yes, you right. can have sex through food just like you have sex through your lower reproductive organs. Yeah, that's why people, I mean, you know, a lot of people substitute sex for food sometimes. Facts. It's going to give you that same ordeal raise. You understand me? You feel like you're in love. Hey, look, so. <laughs> in America, it's. Well, they say 45% of America is obese, but it's really probably 70, 80%. Facts, facts. You know they be lying on them stats. Yeah, yeah. But I was going to ask you because you talked about curing. Because, number one, it's a lot of black men out there with erectile dysfunction at young right. ages. And because you don't naturally, number one, who's to say it's natural in the first place? You understand me? You should be able to go your whole life and be able to procreate. Facts. You understand me? And reproduce. But, of course, with all of the things that we eat, you understand me, and all of the mucus that build up and all the things that's in between, not only are we not creating enough little swimmers, you understand mm -hmm. me, like growing up in St. Louis, we was drinking vest sodas and all kind of crazy crap. Red, yeah. red hot ripples. Yeah, man, the, the emos, you feel yeah. me, the, the people, it was good, but it was destroying my manhood, yeah, you fact. understand me, the whole time, decreasing my testosterone, not giving me none of the substance and nutrition that I need. 
And so there's a lot of males that destroy today from a biological level. Yeah, facts. You understand me? Just on the way that they eat. Like, you can't produce that. That energy, number one, you don't have any control over it. Yeah. Then two, you can't properly, that's an emasculation right there. Facts, facts. And then you can't even think clearly. So now you're not that type of person that can even come up with ideas and produce them in reality. So you ain't got no power in the first place. Yeah. So it's like, how did you get over, you know, from when you was doing drugs and you started to clear up to where you can properly function as a man again? Uh, first, I had to realize uh, a word that I call estrogen annihilation. Yeah. That's what's making us very feminine. That's what's happening with the THC and the weed. That's what's happening and what they're putting into all the food. And then if you I look... I call it soy boys. Soy boys, right. <laughs> As, I was start calling oh, soy it Soy boys, Yeah, man. soy boys are estrogen annihilation. And if you look at estrogen, uh, synthetic estrogen, it is what we were just talking about earlier, which is a magnesium inhibitor mm. and, a magne and a magnesium inhibitor. You can't produce zinc, and zinc is what works with testosterone to create your actual seminal fluid, or what we're going to call semen. So, you know, if, if you're eating all these foods that's high in estrogen, high in all these different acidic acids that's being left behind as byproducts of synthetic chemicals that they're putting in the food for additives and preservatives, these preservatives are literally not only behavior modifiers, mm -hmm. but they're sexual modifiers too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what's really messing with us, man, and cutting off our circulation, keeping us from getting erections, and keeping us from reproducing the actual seminal fluid. So how I got rid of mine was I started studying a lot, and once I realized that you know, dang, estrogen is naturally supposed to be in my body, but I'm not using the natural estrogen in my body. I'm using the synthetic estrogen. Right. Dang, that's 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 robbing me, you know, because right. estrogen is not synthetic estrogen is an iron phosphate inhibitor too. Mm -hmm. Well, the black man's mineral is iron phosphate, period. Mm. We need that for oxygen. We need that to be to convert all types of other different uh, uh steroids over. So I'm starting to see that the food was robbing me of all the minerals and all the melanin neurotransmitters that I need to keep a balance of homeostasis. So once I started shying away from the food, because you know, that, that moment in the hospital for me, I started loving myself. I don't know what it was. I don't, I don't even know if it was the doctor or if it was my time. Yahweh was just like, look, get it now or don't get it. But it woke me up. Perhaps it was just the idea that, you know, you was living to get close to death. And then you got it and realized you wanted to be closer to life. Right, I didn't want it. Fact. You understand me? <laughs> you know, it, it was uh, somebody was saying that, you know, um, if I offered, if I, if I said, yo, I'll give you $10 million right now, you know, um, everybody gonna be like, all right, cool, I take $10 million, you know? But if I say, all right, I'm gonna give you $10 million, but you understand me? It means you only got, you won't wake up tomorrow morning. So you got till now, till tomorrow, but you get your $10 million. Nah, nah, I don't need no 10 million. And so what that was to say is that, that means that waking up tomorrow is more what? valuable than $10 million. Fact. So we should be living like it yeah. because Anybody in this room would take $10 million just for another day. Yeah. So that lets you know how valuable life and breathing another moment is, but we don't have that reality. Facts. You understand me? Because we born to, we born in systems that tell us, all right, number one, everything is planned out for us. Facts. Right? You got your nursery, you got your middle school, you got high school, you get that degree or you get that diploma, then you go into college, then you go take out a debt loan. You understand? You take that debt loan, then you go through college, go to a university, then go work for somebody else. You work for somebody else, you set up your retirement account, IRA, all of that shit, and then you retire. You understand me? And then you just wait to die. Yeah. Like, 
That don't sound like a life that no human being should ever sign up for. That sounds like prison. It is a prison <laughs> because it's a structure that was given where you can't control your mind and your will. Facts. So I always talk about there's no degrees to slavery. Yeah. If you were slave by any degree, you're still a slave. You're still a slave. Facts. But we often compare it to chattel slavery, which was the worst form. Yeah. So we'd be like, I'm not a slave. Yeah. No, you a slave. You're just not in chattel slavery. Yeah, they took they took off the chains and, yeah. and, and put you in psychological chains. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but I want to talk about, you know, just some of the uh, the foods that you do eat. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Um, just as a a, a a bruh from the streets, as somebody that can see themselves in you, they like, all right, I hear the nice science, I hear the words, I hear everything, but what do I actually eat if I want to go about a diet of restoring myself, restoring my gut, my heart, my mind? Healing myself. Uh, so I will say this: transitional wise, transition because they gonna need a transition. Where we through the twelve years of doing this, through the th- thousands of uh, healing testimonies of so-called incurable diseases. You know, with the paperwork to prove it, anybody just Google Yaki healing testimonies, they'll pop up. Uh, I noticed they always lead with the transitional diet first. So I say a good transitional diet uh, will be the late great Dr. Sebi diet. That's a good transitional diet. You know. Uh, going the alkaline way and then cooking the food, you know, so-called cooked alkaline food is very, it's a very good transition. But after that, you have to graduate from that too uh, and go into the raw side and stop putting fire to your food, which is changing mm. the chemical composition of the food. Uh, anyway, you just, you just lost 90% of the audience. When you yeah, I know. Well, I know. So, so, and that's why I always throw out the transition, but if you truly want to yield high vitality and uh, high, high living and keep your thoughts clear and be in vibration with your creator, uh, you know, you have to do things all on how the creator planned it to be. If we was meant to cook our food, uh, we would have something in our anatomy that creates fire. You know, like a dragon can breathe fire from his breath. Yeah. You know, if we was meant to eat meat, we would have claws, we have canines, we have short colons, you know, we sleep 16 to 20 hours a day. We'd be uh, 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 horizontal where we can get up to 70 miles an hour to, to track down our prey. We don't have none of these things. If we was meant to cook, the creator Yahweh would have created pots and pans in, 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 the, in the wilderness where we, it was pots and pans there. So if you look at the animal kingdom, I've never seen them get a pot and pan and cook their food. I've never seen them use oil to cook their food. I've never seen them fry anything. They rely on nature's natural resources. And we see that animals live longer than us. Mm. Animals live longer than us. That's a fact. Why is that? That's because they are adapted to their natural habitat. You know, we are not. We have been put in a, in a artificial environment and giving food and giving us these these concepts of cooking and these concepts of what true food is. So are you a vegan? Uh, I'm not a vegan. I, 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 I'm totally not a vegan. Uh, that vegan word is a whole, yeah, man, it's a not, mo- unhealthy that, movement. I brother. know that there was a, um, an older white gentleman that was in love with cows. Mm-hmm. You understand me? And, you know, uh, he stopped eating meat because of that. Any animal-based products, you understand me? He took the derivative of a vegetarian and said that I'm a vegan. Mm-hmm. So he started that, but it had nothing to do with health. Nothing, nothing at all. You understand me? And I think that, number one, people ask me if I'm a vegan all the time, and I, I always say no, because, but I tell them I'm healthy though, which is a complete difference. Yeah. But not every vegan can say that they're healthy yeah. because they don't focus on health. No, facts. You understand me? Facts. They focus on restrictions based on animals. Yeah, facts. Right? or the planet, but not based on their health and human beings and how we actually supposed to eat, Yeah. right? It's like, I seen a, uh, do you eat honey? Yes, and that's why I was gonna get yeah, into it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the only reason why, I, for one, I don't like the word vegan anyway, yeah. period. But I don't, for and on the record, I don't eat, I don't eat no animals, I don't okay. eat any 
uh, dairy products. I don't eat none of that. You know what I'm saying? My diet literally is like an 80% fruit, 20% you know vegetable type diet. I eat grains here and there, uh, sprouted beans and stuff like that. But uh, my diet is very, very, very clinical. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, what about? Oh well, first of all, I want to uh, 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 put out my propaganda against the honey haters. You feel me? Because I went to a uh, what I went to restaurant planta in Miami, mm -hmm. and they said they don't serve honey because they vegans. Man, I was mad. You realize Planta is man his favorite restaurant in Miami. We go, yeah. we fly to Miami just to go to Planta. Man, Planta good as hell, but they don't <laughs> serve honey. And I'm getting into it with the people. Like, bro, come on, man, this is vegan. Yeah. Like, it come from plants. It, it, it comes from plants. They say it come from the. They say it come from the bees. Cause the bees is working. But come listen, on, man. Me, that's why. That's why I was like, man, this stuff is ridiculous. It is. Like, who made up it's, these rules? It's too intellectual, bro. Yeah, because. Number one, you got big vegans, yes. you know what I'm saying, which are completely unhealthy because either, let's say you don't eat plant-based food, but or you don't eat uh, meat-based food, but you eat too much, yeah. you understand me, of everything else. Yeah. And then you got junk-based vegans yeah. where you just eat food that's not animal-based, but it's junk food, yeah. you understand me, it's not good for you. Yeah. Um, and then you got people who eat plant-based. Yeah. You understand me? Which is not a vegan. They're plant-based. Yeah, plant-based. And that's what I'm plant-based. I'm plant-based. I respect plant-based way more because plant-based is really based on health. But I wanted to throw in, you know, I was talking with my brother Blue Pill um, and Mama Pill and Red Pill and KT the Arts Degree one time I was in New York and came up in a conversation about the Dr. Sebi diet. And, you know, Mama Pill, she was married to Dr. Sebi when he was going through his cases and found in his uh, first facility to where is now where the current um, Barclay Center is in New York. Mm -hmm. um, and so she helped him through that entire period through the trial and everything else. Uh, but me and Blue was talking about that diet, where that diet was more specifically that electrical food diet there where you see the small list was for people who sick. Mm -hmm. So it was a healing diet. Now don't get me wrong, most people are sick. You understand me? But the strictness was specifically with those restrictions to heal. When you talk about hearing all of the people that got cancers, or AIDS, or herpes, or all of those different things, it was to electrify that body, create all those restrictions, so that no other chemicals, and this is the way I'm interpreting now after he said that, but I know a lot of people start off with that and they can't adhere to it, you understand me? Because it was always meant to be like, you know, if you will, a, a medical guy. You understand me? Imagine a doctor saying, look, you got cancer, you can only eat this, that, and the third. But at the same time, I don't think there's nothing wrong with it just because most people in America are sick. No, fact. Just undiagnosed. Yeah, and there's a lot of genetic weaknesses going on too. Uh, me, me personally, I will use, uh, and all much respect to Dr. Savi, late great, he the one who ignited the flame in me that, that got me doing what I'm doing now. Honorable Elijah Muhammad was my first for How to Eat to Live. Man, that book is amazing. Yeah. Till this day. Yeah. Till this day. I Till mean, well, you know, a lot of people don't give it credit, but Honorable Elijah Muhammad sparked the whole entire healthful revolution in America. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. I can agree with that. That's what Dr. Sebi um, amongst, said. Amongst, a, amongst many other things he's yeah. part. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Amongst, amongst many, many other things. <laughs> facts. These are facts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, you know, me, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to say I 100% I uh, uh, agree with the diet. I do agree for, for that for a transitional period. But me, you know, as, as the fruitarian, you know, studies, clinical trials, because, you know, everything, the HIV that we heal, the herpes that we heal, which you can pull this stuff up, the herpes cases, the cancer cases, we didn't got people out of wheelchairs that was wheelchair bound for eight years. We healed somebody in Detroit uh, that, that couldn't walk for 10 years, you know what I'm saying, in a wheelchair. 
these was on high energetic fruit diets. Mm. And then studying our physiology, you know, it's proven. I know that we, our bodies done adapted to certain foods, but it's proven that we, we yield the most energy and we live the best and how I have clearer thoughts on all fruit diets. So what is a culture that is mostly just a high fruit diet? What do you mean? Like, uh, is there a culture that you can look to like in Africa with some original people that to this day eat mostly just high fruit? Uh, so you got Islanders. Islanders eat mostly fruit. They do mm -hmm. have vegetables here and there, but they eat mostly fruits. Uh, yeah, Islanders most definitely. Uh, I got plenty of books too that talk about the fruitarian diet. You got uh, Back to Eden that talks about people that used to eat fruits and nothing but fruits. Uh, you also got Dr. Morris. He talks about the same thing. Uh, you got Dr. Lailela Africa in his early books. He was talking about how we all came from that fruit diet. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, once you study the physical makeup and you put in the clinical trials, you know, me, we got 12 years in of putting people on all fruits and seeing what it does to the body. Not saying that these other diets, uh, well, live it, should I say, because I hate the word diet, can't heal you, but I see fast healing, especially neurologically, is gonna be on high energetic foods. You know, but you do have to put in, you know, genetic weaknesses, man. We genetically weak. And every time uh, the, the, the child get older and had a baby, that's another genetic weakness. So we see fruits, people get on fruits and they get completely skinny. You start seeing a sunken face and, you know, they look malnutrition. But that's the genetics for us eating all these acidic forming foods that have been breaking down our tissues and breaking down our cells and our mitochondria. So now you get on these high foods and, and, and we gotta put in the fact too that the ground is malnutrition. They done completely messed up the soil. You know what I'm saying? The fruits that you're eating now are lacking a lot of they, they uh, phytonutrients and, and nutrition. The, even, even the Sabi diet, a lot of that stuff is lacking the stuff that, that Wood had in there hundreds of years ago because what they doing to the earth, man. So, but if you look at it from a physical standpoint, just physiology, you look at it from our small intestinal tract, even when you get into the pH balance of something called trypsin, amulose, the way our mouth and our salivary glances produce these alkaline breaking down agents, man, we are frugal boys. You know what I'm saying? Just, I mean, that's, it's, you can, science, you can no, scientifically I, I can't wait to, 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 to hear a lot of, you know, uh, your peers that's in the, the world of, you know, nutrition and health. You understand me? Um, give their review. Yeah. You understand me, if you will, about the ideas of more specifically purely eating fruit. You understand me? And I think it's definitely worth a try. I think now, I think this is where a lot of people have misconceptions about fruit when it comes to sugar. You understand me? Because people don't believe that you can break down the sugar that's in fruit because they think of it in the same way they think about white sugar yeah. or other types Sucrose, of sugar. Sucrose, pentose, so maltose, and Can you get the people to break down on sugar and why you can eat fruit without worrying about the sugar aspect? Oh, uh, of course. So uh, when you got sugar, you got three main bases of su sugars. You got galactose, which is produced by the black woman's uh, breast. You have fructose, which is actually naturally occurring in your fruits. And then you have glucose, which is naturally occurring in your vegetables, all right? So I already told y'all earlier in the interview uh, that your fructose yields 12,000 angstroms of energy. Your glucose or your vegetables only yield 9,000 angstroms of energy. Fruits is good. The only way I can heal diabetes one or two is by way of fructose. When you get somebody with diabetes and they're insulin dependent, mm. uh, you have something called the island salangrahi. So they'll say that sugar raises the glucose. You have glucose load on fruits, which is a total lie. Every diabetic patient that I've had that had one or two hyperglycemia that had or diabetes mellitus, we healed them on an all fruit diet with herbs. Now, this is the reason why fructose. 
when you eat fructose, fructose bypass the pancreas. The pancreas has something called the islands of Langerhans. You have the alpha cells, which produce glycogen. You have the beta cells that produce insulin. Then you have the delta cells that produce something called somatostatin. Somatostatin is a mixture of a growth pituitary hormone, and it's mixed with glycogen again. Well, in order to actually break down glucose and put glucose in the blood to penetrate a cell, that's what insulin does. Insulin is used as a key. So insulin is a key that take glucose, unlock the cellular membrane, and then the cell swallows the glucose and eat it. Then it gets actually broken down and metabolized by something called the mitochondria. And then you yield something called ATP, ADP, and, AT, uh, and AMP. Adenosine triphosphate, adenosine monophosphate, mm -hmm. and, and adenosine diphosphate. This is the energy. So we're talking about carbon. Carbon is on your periodic table. All carbon is is sugar. Sugar breaks down into carbon. Carbon, what happens is you eat some sugar, right? You will eat the sugar. Once the sugar gets converted in the body, it is CHO. What the conversion is, is taken out of that hydrogen because hydrogen is acidic. So once you take the hydrogen out of the CHO, it's just carbon and oxygen. This is alkaline. So sugar is alkaline. What's not alkaline is when they take the sugar out of something like a corn, because corn have natural fructose, and then they burn it and change the chemical composition because they put fire to it. The moment you put fire to it, it changes the chemical composition. Now they're in heightening it. So they call this high fructose corn syrup. Mm -hmm. Now it's no longer a fructose, it becomes a dextrose, or it becomes a pentose, which is a five sugar phosphate, or they call it sucrose. These things are called polysaccharides. See that we're not talking about monosaccharides. Monosaccharides is what's in your fruits, what's in your vegetables. Polysaccharides is what they're creating in these white man's laboratories. That's what's bad for us. But back to the fructose. Let me show you how amazing fruits is. If you are diabetic and your pancreas is down because whether they got a, a fluke worm in it, fasciolosis, busky worm in it, a hook worm, a thread worm, usually you find parasites inside of the pancreas when somebody is suffering from diabetes and you find that mucus is down or the adrenals are down because the adrenals is in control of something called the autonomic nervous system. The prefix to autonomic is auto. These are things that runs on autopilot. Digestion is supposed to be on autopilot. Uh, the flickering of your eyes is on autopilot. Your breathing and your lung capacity is on autopilot. The heartbeat is on autopilot. All these are controlled by the parasympathetic, sympathetic autonomic nervous system. Well, your pancreas yielding insulin, it, that's a nervous system issue because the adrenals are down. And the reason why the adrenals are down because you're eating the wrong foods and these foods are creating toxins and byproducts that you're not getting out of your body because you haven't opened up the lymphatic system and the kidneys to filtrate all of that toxemia out or your skin is not working. Now, check this out. That's the pancreas being down. So what food can I eat that don't break down the glucose? The only other food that I got is fructose. Now, would you glucose low for a couple of days? Yes, you will, because you're entering your, you introducing your body to a new sugar. But it's a natural occurring sugar by Yahweh. Look, so you have two types of digestion, right? You have pancreas digestive enzymes that break down the actual glucose. Not only that, the pancreas yield the islands of Langerhans and yields insulin to bring the turn that key to bring glucose to the cell for you can have energy. Fructose completely bypass the pancreas. It go a lipid route. This lipid route is through the liver, and then it's called cellular infusion, where the actual sugar will infuse itself in the cell and don't even use the pancreas. Mm. And there's plenty articles, the government articles written up on this, and we have the clinical trials with at least 100 diabetics that, that prove this stuff, that we healed them on an all-fruit diet with minimum herbs. So let me ask you, because that was a beautiful breakdown, first of all. You understand me? I can definitely tell you well studied in your science. You talked about ATP. Mm -hmm. Which fruits have the greatest production for ATP? 
uh, we would say high yielding fruits, the fruits that grows the highest to the sky. So now we're talking about carbohydrates. And all that is is carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen mixed together. So once that, once that oxygen get out, these are called high yielding carbon constituent so chains. So like bananas? So bana bananas will give you a, a high yielding ATP, but bananas are on the starchy side. So I never recommend anybody eating bananas that's trying to cleanse because now you're going to start building up a whole lot of uh, uh, glycogen on the liver. You see what I'm saying? So we would say things like mangoes, mm -hmm. coconut water, very electrical, cucumbers, very electrical. Now we're starting to get into something that you would call H3O2 change, not H2O, which is, the, which is water like this. Mm -hmm. See, this water dehydrates you. That's why the more this water you drink, the more dehydrating you are. See, but if you drink your... See, the, the beautiful thing about fruits is not only can you eat the fruit to get the, the micro the uh, macro substance, but the micro substance, which is the structured jelly water called H3O2 in it, is your hydrative factor. So you're supposed to eat your fruits for your water and for your macro constituents. You see what so I'm saying? Yeah, so you're getting the water and the air. At the same time. So I like that because for, for, for the addition triphosphate, you know, um, when you utilize cordyceps, yeah. that's one of the things that it increases, right? The Facts. ATP production. So when you're working out, it's consistently giving you oxygen. Facts. You understand me? And what happens, you know, when people work out and why you get those aches, you understand me, is because, you know, you're not getting enough oxygen to that muscle. Facts. So if you consistently getting oxygen while you working out, Facts. then you can work out more and more and more and more and more. That's why I ask that because if a person takes that particular dietary recommendation or liver recommendation, when it comes to, I think you said coconut, mango, cucumbers, water, cucumbers watermelons, fruits, berries, and melons. Yeah. Fruits is your high. I mean, ber berries is your highest because berries have the oxygenators. Yeah. Them are your antioxidants. You know what I'm saying? Them are where all of your biophotons no, and bioflavonoids. So now I want to get to the biophotons and the berries in a second. But I, I so want to talk, wanna about, talk about your mushrooms though, because you you talking about the cordyceps. Them are high yielding. Yeah. But if you look at the chemical makeup of cordyceps, and they're really which, a fungi rather than a mushroom. Yeah, and and, 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 and we're talking and we're talking about the actual mycelium network. Yeah, this is an invisible network that everything is without mushrooms we wouldn't even be here yeah, everything exists part. off this mycelium network but guess what is the main chemical constituents of mushrooms carbon mm. well guess what carbon is sugar mm. glucose glucose uh galactose and uh, uh and uh, fructose mm. so even when you get into the mushroom kingdom you're still talking about a high sugar diet now there's another thing that you said in there you talked about the lymphatic system but I heard you speak on the idea that you don't truly believe in the immune system. No. And I know the lymphatic system is key for the immune system. Okay. So look, give me your breakdown of your philosophy of why you don't particularly believe in the immune system when you're talking about the function of all these things working. Okay, so you're talking about immune system when you're talking about immunity. And then they say that what makes up the immune system is the T cells. The T cells is actually the thymus cells. They talk about the B cells. That's the bone marrow cells. They talk about the uh, macrophages. That's inside of something called lymph nodes. You know, they're talking about the phagocytes. That's produced by the white blood cells that goes to the army school that we call the thymus gland to get their actual military position. You see that? So they talk about uh, neutrophils, basophils, monophils. So when you look up what they call the immune system, it's nothing but the lymphatic system. Because last time I checked, everything that they say make up the lymphatic system, I mean, uh, the, the immune system is a lymphatic associated organ. So where's the immune system there? And what do that really mean? Well, see, well, my interpretation was that it's just talking about the system, these things working together, and that when one or these two things are off, then that's when the system itself is broken down rather than one central thing 
being the key to keeping you safe or not getting sick. Right. So I agree with that, right? So now we got to get into wordplay then because they will take the immune system and then feed you their Greek philosophy to keep you away from how to truly heal the system of the body, which is the lymphatic system. So when I say I don't believe in the immune system, uh, in the way you just put it, I believe in that in that degree. Oh, you don't but, believe in the interpretation. But they, in the they interpretation okay, of it yeah. is totally off. So I'd rather not even use the word because it keeps you distracted from the big system that cleans the body anyway, which is the great lymphatic system. Because yes, they got you thinking that you you got immunity from something. No, it's cause and effect. What you put inside of your body, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. They got you thinking that you can take a certain pill and it'll combat your body against this and that. No, this is a lifestyle change. See, immunity comes between lifestyle change. So you have people studying up on immunity and doing things to build their immune system, but they're not changing their life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way that they do the propaganda to keep you coming back to them. They even got something called immune therapy, immune suppressive therapy, which is chemotherapy and all these things that's supposed to be good for the immune system in the body that actually breaks down the lymphatic system. So uh, in the way that, in the terminology you put it, I believe in it. Before our people that's learning new words and really showing them the bigger picture, I'd rather just scratch immune system all the way out of the all the way out of the picture because when you start studying the immune system from the allopathic community, it gives you all the wrong definitions and you would never understand how to truly heal the body and bring the body back into a balance of homeostasis. Now that's key. Now when you talk about allopathic, so that, that gives me a good segue into a couple of things I want to talk about. Specifically when you're talking about Western versus Eastern medicine. Yeah. Right? And Eastern medicine is more so healing from within. Facts. You understand me? And, and Western medicine is, you know, basically taking pills. Suppressive and, therapy. Yeah, suppressive therapy, having nothing to do with healing or curing. Facts. You understand me? Um, just aiding you in your disease to manage it. So that the longer you are managing it, the more they're getting paid to help you manage it. You understand me? And that's the unfortunate reality. So it's like, then when you're not looking at it from a Western perspective, you look at it from an Eastern perspective, because a lot of people don't realize that the way they go about healing and medicine around the world is completely different than the science of America. Bro, they got something called medicineless hospitals in the East. Yeah. Where you go to the hospital and it ain't not one damn pill there. Yeah. You're, and people well, coming out whole. Also, think about the hospitals and what did they look, man. The, the hospitals look like you about to die. You go in there. Horse they, 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 they just white walls. They, uh, <laughs> the colors. Nothing is vibrancy. Nothing, nothing speaks to life. Like, there track. should be plants in there. It should be crystals. It should be environments Back. of vibrancy. Back. It should be clean, good foods. Everything in that hospital, should, you should walk in there and feel like, oh, I'm raising my vibration. I'm about to live. So check this out. But hospitals feel like a mortuary. If you look down on a hospital, right? I just want you to, I want, when you get your time, I want you to look this up. Look down on a hospital. Just Google a hospital and get the blueprint of them. It looks just like a rat maze. Mm. I mean, identical as a rat maze. Yeah. So it's, it's all about these mazes and these environments they putting us in. And that's why infrastructures is important. I mean, hospitals, schools, and prisons all have similarities. Yes, and it's, and it's all a pipeline. Yeah. All a pipeline. School to prison uh, pipeline. If you don't go to prison, school to hospital. Right. All due to how you're interacting Table with your hospital. environment. <laughs> yeah. And then hospital, hospitals. Yeah. It's, it's built up like horse stalls. But, but also, the fact that you're a very knowledgeable brother that comes and has the knowledge of mineralization and vitamins and food. You know, I also think about the idea that, I talked about it before that, you know, the death, the criminals, the disease first happens at the dinner table. But it's not just, especially nowadays, yeah. uh, it's not just on a woman to be able to have this particular knowledge. You understand me? Because 
if your wife is cooking, but you don't have the knowledge of what's right to be put on that plate, then you don't even know how to manage, you understand me, what's right or wrong. You mm -hmm. can't be like, nah, babe, that ain't good for this, that, and the third. So I want to impart upon the rest of the black men that's looking and the rest of the men, period, that's going to view this, that you have to have this sort of knowledge to know how your household is being guided. Oh, yeah. You don't know if your, if your wife is killing the family or feeding y'all heart disease or diabetes or, you know, colon cancer because you don't understand the food Fact. and the makeup and the byproduct of the chemicals and the ingredients on the inside of it in the first place. Yeah. So to be a good steward of the family, to be a leader of the family, you got to have this kind of knowledge. Yeah, you got to know the ledge. Yeah, you, know? you can't, because I, I said it before and a lot of women was like, well, it ain't just women's responsibility and you're completely correct that the man has to have the knowledge because otherwise you can't filter what the woman is doing and she may be doing her best but not knowing. Yeah. You understand me? And especially where we at as a degraded society, specifically when it comes to the deconstruction of the roles that society man. throws upon Facts. us and the destruction of the family order in the first place, man doesn't even know how to play roles. Facts. You understand me? And a man in a household is supposed to be a teacher. Yeah. Right? If you don't have nothing to bring as far as how you feed the knowledge to the table, you understand me? Like, she may be, let's say she cooked, but my pops talking about, you know, no disrespect, my mom, she's the best cook ever. I love my mom, first of all. Shout out to moms. I got to give her a shout out every episode. Uh, but he said that, you know, she didn't know how to cook when he first met her, so he taught her how to cook. Mm -hmm. And pops, you know, he grew up in super poverty-stricken environment where, you know, they ain't have nothing to eat at all. So you learn how to just put anything together yeah, and yeah. create, like, he can go in there and, and find salt and pepper and cook a cuisine meal. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's that old school cooking. But, uh, but just to that point, though, it's like, I want us to remember our responsibility as teachers and that what we have and we possess in our minds, we have to feed the family nah, from the mental, the mental intellectual construct. And then she can take that knowledge that she's fed and then she can pour that love and that uh, knowledge into how she prepares the food for the rest of the yeah, family. She nurtured the idea. Yeah. Man cultivate the idea. The woman nurtures the idea just like he he put his seed into her and yeah. then the, the baby formalized within the womb. She the best man, on the man will buy land and he will build the house and she will make it a home. He will build the table, provide the food, she will make it a meal. A uh, man from, from the spiritual background that I come from, uh, we were taught that man not only supposed to be teacher, but he's supposed to be king. He's supposed to be priest and prophet over his household. Mm. He's supposed to bring the word of God into his household. Uh, that's the priest. He's supposed to be king, meaning he rule his household, not with an iron fist, but rule with humility and honor. You know what I'm saying? He, and, so, and, and prophet. So he's bringing the word. He's, he's ruling over his household. He's the teacher and he's the king. I feel like if a man really facilitate all of that, his household will be completely in order. And that's that, ma that's that natural filtering mechanism. Hold on, woman. What's, what's them potatoes for? Yeah. Is them the right alkaline potatoes? Yeah. Hold on, woman. What's that? Did you, you hear about the news? And I think that's the reason why us as men, we need to start formulating information communities where we running information past each other. That way we are already filtering the information that's coming in within our yeah, household. that's real manhood. And, that, and that's, why, that's why, you know, these schools, man, we got to get our children out of these schools because we trying to father our, our households, but they being raised by these pu public schools. And you know what I'm saying? That's, that's that interest right there. Now, that's the, you know, talking with uh, Queen Afua, she had a, uh, uh, we've talked about homeschooling, you understand me? And I talked about this young brother named King Randall um, out of Albany, Georgia, who started his school. He got, uh, he ended up utilizing the public funds to raise, you know, um, I think past like, almost a million dollars. Right? He was on uh, news, right? Yeah. So I just interviewed him right before you. I got to check you that out. You understand me? And uh, he was talking about how he got three buildings, $70,000 each, 
You understand me? Then he found another building that cost him about 400000 and he got 100 acres for about, uh, no, 40 acres for $100,000. You understand me? But he had formulated a school to where it is a school to where they have a boarding school. So it completely takes you out the environment and yeah. put the young boys in an environment to where they're not learning information and then losing it because they're going back to an environment that's Facts. detrimental or counter. Facts. Right? And I, I, I love the way the flow of the high-level conversations is coming together because I didn't know the type of knowledge that we was going to possess on this one and how I was going to go back and cipher, but everything, everything is complementing each other. Yeah. And each piece is bringing another piece. Oh, listen. school. It's important. That's so important because this is media. You understand me? But the, and it is a school at the same time. But the school of being able to control the environment of your home. Facts. That's what it's and about. Queen Alfour talked about how the woman is a home. Yeah, facts. You understand me? How you a home. But specifically that, you know, if you, let's say you got a woman, you know, and, and, and that's your bae. That's the one that you love. That's my you temple. Me? That's your temple. That's my home. You understand me? Facts. But But let's say that she doesn't know how to properly you know, uh, uh, make herself that sacred woman. Yeah. You understand me? Then she's not a home. Facts. You have a woman inside a well, home, she's but she's a, not she's a, a home. She's a broken home. Yeah. And then that means that, you know, you with Bay, y'all inside your apartment or your house, but you homeless. Yeah, you miss a home. Yeah. And so you have to, one of the things that we just looked at is like, you got to look at your partner and see if you homeless or not. Facts. You understand Ooh, that, me? That's a high level conversation right there. <laughs> Will you shoot that? <laughs> Man, we shot Queen Our Ford. Well, I don't even know when this episode. When y'all putting that out, I, I need it's to watch that. It's gonna be out by time this episode drops. I need to watch that. Yeah, it's gonna be out by time. This, that's how deep to the mud. It was fire. It was fire. It's something that everybody pay attention to for, for real, for real. But not facts. This episode is brought to you by Goldwater. But that's that's like an easy way. Like you meet a woman and she not at home. Nah. Yeah. Can't be with that. No, one. I can't be with that. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> like, but it, now it gives you like a guide to be like, damn, I meet her, but she ain't no home though. Yeah. You understand me? She's not comprised of those things that will allow me to be in relaxation and be covered and be nurtured. And then those things within her spirit are not taken care of. She don't have that sacredness. She don't have that womb intelligence. You understand yeah. me? She don't know how to feed herself. She don't know how to feed anybody else. She don't know how to control our emotions. Like there's so many different things that can be off balance from a beautiful woman. And not to say she could be a good woman. She could be yeah. beautiful. She could be trying, but she could be so much in the world that she never becomes a home. That's why education, man, is key, man. Yeah. And that's my brother. This, this, this Risen Black Messiah Alliance movement we've been pushing, man. And been... Nah, I got to rock in with the network. I'm, I'm really trying to build with you, though, bro. Yeah. Like, I need bro. to lock in with you, bro. Bro, we here. Like I said, I, I dived in on your comp. Like, you know what I'm saying? You most definitely was, you needed back in the career, bro. Man, I appreciate it. Time for you to come back home for the Yeah, I know, man. You know. Uh, St. Louis and Oakland. I got to do a lot for both. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker. Engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. We left away, build up the value so when I come back, everything is respected. Yeah, you know, you know a prophet ain't yeah. respected in his own nah, home anyway. Nah, nah, you gotta, you understand me, it's like, even when they think they, they know you from there, they feel like it's proximity. Yeah. And it's like, nah. You have to consistently appreciate it as if it's foreign. Yeah, fact. You understand me? Like, distance makes people appreciate light more. Yeah. You feel me? When you're too close to the light, you get blinded by it. Facts, facts. You feel me? Like, you feel like it owes you something. Yeah. You feel me? So that's necessary that for everybody in your circle, period. You yeah. feel me? Like, you got to keep that distance, keep that circle closed. Especially wow. with you on, you on a mission. Yeah. And you on a mission that's going to open a lot of people, especially as... You know, you grow that platform. A lot of people gonna want to attack you. A lot of people gonna want to support you. Oh, uh, they doing it right now. Yeah. I read the government and try to kill me. What? Three times, man. They cut my brake lines, pulled yeah. me over, locked me up. Feds following us all around. I just it started ripping up. Once once we started healing them aids and making them millions. You know what I'm saying? They tried to they tried to get me on taxes. I'm like, come on, man. I pay. Them. They was trying to do everything to shut me down, bro. Yeah. But I mean, I'm still here. Yeah. And everything legit. We ain't running nothing illegal. We got righteous intent. We walk upright like righteous men. You know what I'm saying? I do believe in a God, but you know, we out here healing. The healing is really like not none of that fake herbalist healing, real healing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a very disruptive market. I mean, the pharmaceutical company, man. man hey, them, hey, them they, the mobsters, bro. Just, they mobs. Just cancer, I think colon cancer, diabetes, something else, like $1.5 trillion yeah. in treatment. You're, on the paperwork, it's called the AIDS and cancer industry. Yeah. They straight made a, they, they done industrialized a these diseases. A trillion dollar industry. They done industrialized. You got to think of the amount of money that people are spending to protect it. Yeah. Like a trillion dollar industry? No, nah, but I mean, that's the, that's the reality of it, though. Like, that's a, a just treating an aspect of diseases, one point five trillion dollars and that's you know the total spending power of the black community facts you understand me but we also at the top numbers of that so a lot of that is being made off our bodies yeah facts you understand you got to think about the trillions of dollars that's made off a of disease yeah and then me? and then when you look into medicine and you study the chemical compositions we love laboratories man we let's send it off to the laboratory especially laboratory of illinois i love them we got a yeah. real good relax so we always looking at the chemical facts and things man most of these melanin, most of these uh, medicines are straight melanin inhibitors, man. It's made to kill our blackness, man. Yeah. And it, it's petroleum oil in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? How can it? And then before John D. Rockefeller, everything was botanical base. Mm. He came in, he like, nah. You know what I'm saying? And what he did was he created colleges and infrastructures, and he started paying them millions to actually dent your franchise anybody that was dealing with the botanical kingdom. It got so it got so bad in the 1960s that if you was talking about natural healing, they straight come lock you up. Yeah. When John when he was really on his man, it's, it's it's some documentaries out on that cat man. This dude, yeah, no, I mean, diabolical to, to man. allow that to spread and to happen, even if it's on a small level, they coming after you quick. Yeah, because they got people that they pay just for that particular thing. Yeah, you understand me? Like, you know that now, even the process of you know teaching people about vitamins and or listing vitamins to sell. Right, they gonna come after you quick. Yeah, we had right? to, we just had to change our labels, man. Yeah. I had to change my so I used to have something called amino acid therapy. Mm. I had to change it to geogenetic therapy because a doctor right here in LA tried to sue me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We I don't want you using I don't want you because he trademarked the name. I don't want you using my name on botanicals if you if you don't have an allopathic MD and if you're not pushing medicine. I'm like, well, I am pushing medicine. No, you're pushing alternative medicine. 
damn, when did plants become alternative? They was here before all our ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just the psychological games, man. And you can see that we are truly in an artificial environment. All of this but, stuff is fake, man. But we're going to a world where people are only going to be trusting alternative medicines. Yeah. That's the reality. Like, during the times of the pandemic, man, it really pushed people to more holistic, therapeutic practices. Facts, facts. Because look at all of the mistrust that are now you know, seated against government and big pharma. Yeah, it backfired. Talking about millions of people. So, like, <laughs> in backfired. the future, people are going to really look towards plants and herbs. It's going Facts. to be, you're talking about a court, like, wave of people. I mean, we're already going to, you know, uh, 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 what's it called? The mushroom therapies. I forget what the name of it is, you know, but that's what they test them right now. Yeah. Because mushrooms are now utilized in psychotherapy. You see right? what Florida just did with the mushrooms? What they do? It was, uh, they, they, they passing bills to actually get psychedelic mushrooms into psychotherapy. To, they say, cause they was talking about how the mycelium network, uh, it reconnect dendrites and, and neural pathways mm-hmm. in the brain. And they saying they start, they, they want to use it for psychotics to give it to people that's yeah. depressed and you know, the changas and mm-hmm. all the different cordyceps yeah, that's that and good stuff. the lion mane. But and, people really need to, so for like people out there that got like a loved one that's got a mental illness, understanding like, you know, your brain go through a pruning process, you know, when you're young. So you got all of these different wires in the brain. But then once you don't use, you lose. Facts. Your brain like, I don't need all this network. Facts, brain ain't thinking that much. Yeah. <laughs> so you start to lose it. But that process that actually starts to get rid of those, uh, that pruning process, also is the same thing that happens when you're going through inflammation or different stress. Amyloid protein. So if sending too much over there, it starts to destroy the good. Facts. You understand me? And that's what starts to destroy, you know, those uh, brain cells during that process. So now you can't think straight. Yeah. So that's what I was talking about earlier. Because like I said, that, 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 that aspect of utilizing the mycelium network to regrow those dendrites or reconnecting a person to their personality and a normal way of thinking. You can show a person that lost their mind a picture of themselves, a video of themselves. It's nothing they can do to reconnect. Yeah. And even the average person, you know, after the age of 25, your brain changes the way that it, Facts. it learns. Facts. So your neuroplasticity is not the same. You know, um, so now you have to do different things in order to uh, stimulate it. Yeah. Right? And so the average person don't know that you have to change the way you eat. Facts. You have to exercise. You have to have different social rhythms. But you're trying to learn the same way you did when you was younger. Yeah. Utilizing your old network. Yeah. Utilizing your old brain. Yeah. So this is something that just as a human being, we don't understand. The manual of self. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I, I think we should really talk about uh, consumption and elimination, too. You know, anything that uh, eats or anything that lives have to eat to, to yield energy. And by yielding that energy and processing that energy, there's a byproduct that comes from it. A lot of people call it feces, poop, defecation. Mm-hmm. So the same thing that happens, the body is made of 150 trillion cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, each cell in your body is a miniature you, mm-hmm. meaning the cells have something called an organelle. Yeah. And these organelles have, like for instance, the mitochondria act as the metabolic process of a cell. You have uh, uh, something called the cellular membrane, which act as the brain of the cell. You have something called the nucleus, or what we call the new sun, that actually act as the gonads of the cell. You have something called the ribosome, that act as the womb or the vagina of the cell. So if, if I feed my body, my body breaks down its food due to the hydrochloric acid into the, all these different phytonutrients. Once it goes into this little small intestinal tract, it's called the duodenum. And you have something called villi's in there where thousands of uh, bifidum bacteria, lactose bilis bacteria that act and candida bacteria that takes all of this phytonutrients and bring it into the bloodstream. 
Once it get into the bloodstream, it feeds 150 trillion cells. So the cells eat this food. Well, if the cells eat, that means that they have to eliminate. What's happening is a lot of us always want to go after the gut and, you know, saying that we're, we're constipated, but we never talk about cellular constipation. Mm. And this cellular constipation, it actually coagulates and agglomulates the lymphatic system or vessels and lymph nodes in the gut, and it backs up. And that's why you see a lot of people, nose always running, ears always plugged up, got boogers all in their nose, or they got all types of sleep in their eyes because they maxillary uh, 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 cavities, you know, the, sin the sinus cavities have been blocked up and filled with mucus due to inflammation. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens is when you fill up the lymphatic system and the lymphatic system can no longer cleanse the body, you back it up glymphatically. Now the glymphatic system, which is the sewage system of the brain, don't work anymore. So all the byproducts produces something called amyloid protein. This amyloid protein is due to the pruning of the brain too. And man, the, the way, if you can study it under a microscope, this amyloid protein is very acidic because it's nitrogen based. Man, it eats away at the brain and it literally cuts off the dendrites. So I think we need to start getting into not only cleansing our gut like we always talking about, but cleansing these systems like the glymphatic system, which is the sewage system of the brain, mm -hmm. just as well as we always talking about cleansing the lymphatic system, which is the sewage system to the cells of the body. No, that's the key. And, and it leads me to transition about the brain period, right? Because we talk about dendrites, we're talking about the remyelination process. Yeah. Right? Um, keys be on <laughs> All right, man, no, I see you. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. You know, I, you know I keep them keys, man. But that remyelination is key because a lot of people can't think and they don't know why they Facts. get stuck. Facts. Right? And that's literally your brain, those two, that damn dendrites trying to connect and send electrical signals yeah. to each other. Short circuiting. Right? Short circuiting. But, when it's not myelinated, you have to think of it like a, a, a cord that don't have a copper on Facts. there to send the signal from one end to the other. But you can regrow the myelination. Facts. Right? And that's what I want to talk about because what we lack a lot of times is focus. Yeah. You understand me? And when we give people high-level conversation and knowledge, they're like, well, man, listen, y'all may be operating at, you know, 1,000 miles per hour, but, you know, I got to go back and watch this 1,000 times because... I'm not going to be able to move that fast. Facts. Your brain not going to be able to process. Your processing speeds are slow. You yeah. slow down. It's like we're living in a 5G world, but there's a lot of people operating on 1G and yeah. 2G. Straight service. 2G. You understand <laughs> me? And so that's where I want to catch people up to because, you know, and, and, and this is where, like, um, you know, the lion's mane come into play. Lion's mane come, helps with that yes. myelination of the Facts. brain. You know, that mycelium network is super key. But I also want to talk about the different berries and different things that you That's can utilize in order to enhance the brain so yes. we got that supercomputer function. Yes, goji berries, mm. blueberries, blackberries, strawberries, uh, uh, saw palmetto, uh, palmetto berries. Uh, you have, I mean, the berry kingdom, chase berries, or what they call vitex berries. These berries are very, very high in antioxidants and they're oxygenators. And that's what the brain needs to breathe and to get the melanin neurotransmitters and the dendrites connecting the left hemisphere with the right hemisphere. You know what I'm saying? You need oxygen to the brain. And that's why we got all these foods that's tainting our blood because the only way to bring oxygen to the brain is by way of uh, iron phosphate mm. going through the blood, cellular respiration. Oxygen's, uh, the, the berries help bring that oxygen to it. But you talking about that lion's mane, what product you got with the lion's mane in it? We have the smart moss. So, so, so that smart moss, you know, and, and really bringing that lion's mane in will literally open up that brain, man. Like people knock fungus, man, and fungus is the shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It really is, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and that's how you really, cause we have to realize that the body is electric. I like to use the analogy of a car. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you have the battery in the car. The battery is literally the whole entire nervous system of the car. But notice the battery don't work when it's corroded with acids That's around the alkaline battery. That's a fact. Then you have the tubes, or what we're going to call the electrical system of the car. Then you have to feed the car fuel, or what we call food. So if you feed, uh, let's say we just got a diesel truck. Put some unleaded gas in there and see if it start up. Because you gave it the wrong fuel or the wrong food. Put the right fuel in it, then it start up and it runs properly. Let's talk about the blood, which is the oil of the car. Don't get that oil changed. See if it start up. Mm-hmm. Or see how the blood or the oil start mixing in on the spark plugs and you don't get no connection because it's clunk. So what, what, what we have to look at, if we look, because we are projecting through these bodies. We're not yeah. in these bodies. This is a holographic stimulation. This is a, a whole type of universe. It's a simulation. So if we're projecting through these vehicles, and this is the only way that we can experience reality here in this holographic simulation, then that means our vehicle needs to be tuned up and up to par. So if you look at our vehicles, or what we call avatars, as the same way we look at it as a car, you have to get your car tuned up. You have to keep the oil clean. You have to make sure you got the proper food in it. And you got to keep make, checking that battery post to make sure you're not building up corrosion which is what all these cytotoxins do when they get in your body and your lymphatic system is not purging them out. It corrodes the blood. It corrodes the lymphatic system. Acids, it's only two sides of chemistry in existence. We're talking about base chemistry or what we call alkaline and we're talking about acids. That corrodes inside, that, that kills dendrites. That's the acidic side of nature. The pruning factor of the brain, that's the acidic side of nature. You know, you're not being able to circulate blood to get your penis erected. That's the acidic side of nature. So the further we stay away from the acidic side of nature, we can allow our bodies to start draining all of that mucosa out because there's nothing but stimulated mucosa from all these foreign things that we put in our body and we won't be backed up interstitially like that. The best way to, tr- to cleanse the brain and to bring oxygen to the brain is the berry kingdom and the fungal family, man. But we have to realize that every cell has to take a poop because every cell in your body have to eat. They're excrete waste. So where is the waste going to? Mm. And the sewage system of the body is the lymphatic system. The actual lymph noise that's connected to the lymphatic system is called the, uh, it's called the septic tank. That's why if you look in a septic tank, notice there's nothing in there, but the poop is constantly being decreased. What is eating the poop? It's full of bacteria. That's the reason why bacteria is good to the body. That's the, that's the, that's the, uh, the, the microbes. We always think that bacteria is bad because we have this germ theory. We have the viral theories, all these damn theories that have never been proven. You know, viruses, your body creates viruses to heal itself. Your body culturalized bacteria because bacteria was created to eat acids. So if you see like women with vaginal problems and, and vaginal infections and, and fungus and mold and yeast coming from their vagina area, the worst thing that you can do as a woman is, is go get antibiotics. Anti means against, bio means life. So they they giving them antibiotics to kill the bacteria when the bacteria is only there to eat the acids. So the bacteria is, is, is not the problem. The viruses that the body's producing is not the problem. And the viruses are produced by the cells, lysosomes, the exosomes. Look this stuff up. There's no such thing as a virus outside the body. All viruses start with inside the body by the own body micro. Anything that's called a virus that was created outside the body is called a biological weapon. There's a total difference. But anyways, what I'm saying is, we have to start trusting the friends that make up our body. The body is made of 150 trillion cells. Only 50 trillion of them cells belong to us as humans. The 100 trillion cells belong to something called prokaryotic cells or prokaryotes. So we have a whole body made up of all this intelligence that's not even us. You see what I'm saying? So they got to eat. They need to poop. They need to pee. 
but where is their bathroom? Their bathroom is the lymphatic system. So we learn the lymphatic system, which is the sewage system of the body, and the glymphatic system, which is the sewage system of the brain, and we can start draining all of that excessive mucus buildup, getting rid of all of that erosion and all that crystallization and coagulation. Man, I'm telling you, we'll be able to flow properly and we can get our brains working again. No, that's a thousand percent. Your brain definitely working. Um, <laughs> when back in the day I used to have mental fog, I wake up in the morning. Yeah. You understand me? I have brain fog. I drink coffee. Mm -hmm. You understand me? Caffeinated. Caffeinated. It's the worst thing yes, I could have done. You understand? Killing me? the kidney too. Boy. That, that's what led me more so towards, you know, wanting to find things like colloidals and minerals, you know, and different things that I can utilize for my brain. You like them colloidals? I use. Uh, colloidal silver sometime when I'm traveling, mm -hmm. right? Spreading in open orifices, you understand me, just to kill germs as I'm on my movement. Okay, so you Especially just do it. Especially okay. as I'm traveling internationally. Now, I, I say it's good for that. I usually use that in my clinical trials. We use it like for, uh, for stuff like that. We don't recommend you do it every day because it got a sulfur, it got a lot of sulfur on the backbones. We do something called iridology where we read eyes. And what I notice with people that do uh, that turpentine and that colloidal silver a lot, we notice that they got a lot of sulfur around the irises. But we do recommend you use it for travels and stuff like that. Just not yeah, just based on basis. it's pure scientific effect. You yeah. understand me? And then just the utilization of the gold and the aspect of the electrical. Now system. that's what I was gonna talk about. You that colloidal gold. Yeah, that gold. I be on that. Gold that's what I be on. Me, man. Yeah. So that's what first got me through the brain fog though, because I, th I ain't gonna lie, I thought it was cap. I'm like, eh. but I'm reading the text of the Egyptian text on how they talking about how they utilized it, and they utilized it, of course, in the ormus form. You understand me from the white powder. That's in the air with papyrus. Down through that process of electrolysis. Facts, facts. And you know they thought it was spooky because they felt like as they was breaking it down, it would disappear out mm. the dimension and yeah. then come back. Yeah. You understand me in the form of this powder. So you know gold being a superconductor of electricity in the body, already producing gold at 0.02 percent. You know we need gold for anti-inflammation, and then scientists say just based on you know electrical signaling and being able to have electricity go throughout the body. But one of the things that people give us as a testimonial was more so like lucid dreaming, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, a lot of people, they don't dream in color or they don't dream at all, mm -hmm. or they never had a lucid dream and they think that it's a myth, mm -hmm. right? So it definitely enhances that. But what I realized throughout my studies is that when you go to sleep, you know, your brain secretes a fluid uh, when you get into that deep sleep, yeah. to wash over the ridges of your brain through those toxins that you build up, those yeah. neurotoxins throughout the day which is why a lot of people have that brain fog. Yeah, you facts. understand me that you've been awake so much, right? Your brain starts to inflame. You got all these neurotoxins you can't think. You understand me? So you have to be able to get that deep sleep in order to wake up refresh. Because yeah. your brain never goes through the processing to destroy everything or process all of the ideas, the thoughts, plus the food that you may be eating right before you go to sleep. Okay. Then you never go wake up clear-headed. It's a big moment right now. Y'all realize what King just broke down? He just broke down the purpose of sleeping. It's not only the astro travel, but physically it's to detoxify. That's a fact. And that's what the circadian rhythm is about, that's brother. A fact. You I see you, bro. I see you be studying what? Oh, man. I, I see you. you. I see you, bro. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yes, lucid dreaming. A lot of those people, or a lot of people around the world, just don't lucid dream, period, or don't dream in color, right? The increase in your dream activity is important when it comes to your actual life. See, if you don't dream when you go to sleep, then you don't manifest from your imagination during your waking hours. 
right? It's important that we have dreams. It's important that we get that deep rest. It's important that our brain secretes a fluid over the ridges, you understand me, to allow us to clear our neurotoxins so when we wake up, we're more clear and we're not seeking coffee. We utilize two different types of gold, monatomic gold and colloidal gold. Now, both of these are just talking about the particle size of the gold. So when you ingest it, it goes into the bioavailability within yourself, gets into your cellular structure, electrifies your whole being, and you tapped into that God level. Make sure you tap in, get on the go, so we can all be tapped into that next level, just like our ancestors. Peace family, go to www.goldwater.com. That's G-O-L-D-E, water.com. Peace. And, and, that's, and, and that's the reason why we, you know, but we are addicted to radiation, you know? Yeah. Uh, so addicted to radiation, because we got melanin. Melanin is radioactive. Yeah. So anytime- We got space suits, so yeah, you know, straight we up. But also we solid efficient. Yeah. So no, we don't fact. get enough radiation at the same time. So bringing me to this point, people can't go to sleep without cutting the TV off because they need radiation to soothe them. Mm. People can't go to sleep without cutting these ultraviolet lights off, these all these synthetic lights, because they need radiation to soothe them. People can't go to sleep without listening to a fan because we so addicted to radiation because the melanin content of our body is already radioactive. Mm. So instead of getting that addiction from the sun, we get it from all this synthetic artificial environment. Now, and that's the reason why we can't sleep. You said something super key there when you talk about the ultraviolet radiation and stuff that we get from the blue light. Uh, you know, our bodies have a direct effect, of course. Everything emits violet Everything emits radiation. Everything. Right? But it has an effect on your body and your bloodstream. Yeah, facts. You understand me? Because, you know, the water in your body is connected to the radiation. You understand me? Being able to move. I talked about this with uh, Billy Carson about the four phase of water. Facts. You understand me? And how... Structured water. Yeah, the structured water. H3O. But a lot of people don't even know that. But I had to think about that because I'm like, everything in your environment affects you. Facts. Everything. Like, if we were able to, you know... The, the spectrum in which we can't see is the spectrum that affects us the most. Facts. Right? So there's an entire invisible world, which is why knowledge, you know, brings visible to the invisible. Yeah. You understand me? It brings consciousness to the unseen. So now we're talking about beyond exactly. our senses. So now when we're moving in an environment and we detect things that, you know, we feel, because yeah. that feeling, we think of it only from like this abstract emotional sense, yeah. you know, but we don't think of it that these are real detectors that let us know what's happening in our environment. And a lot of it is through your skin. It's called yeah. skin receptors. Uh, one of them is called the Merkel's disc. So inside your skin, remember I was saying about embryology, you have the endoderm, the ectoderm, and the mesoderm. Uh, well, your skin is made from the same uh, uh, cells as your brain and your nervous system. And this is where hair is for. Hair is an extension of your nervous system. Hair is also a eliminating organ too. Yeah. It's an eliminated organ. It's a limited, but it's most definitely a census. These yeah, antennas... I talked about this with Mike Rashid on how the warriors grow their hair because those are antennas of intuition. Samson and his locks in the Bible. Yeah. And this actually is... So how you... So basically the, the body scans the environment by way of the hair. You got hair on the outside of your body and you have hair on the inside of your body. And through these, micro, you got Merkel discs, you have uh, weathery uh, sensory, uh, sensory discs that shows the temperature, how to regulate your temperature through your thyroid. That's how you get goosebumps or the hair stand up on you. Like, even though our eyes and our ears is not hearing, you still have your skin, which is the true six and seven sense. That, 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 is, that is very familiar with everything that's going, around, uh, that's going around you. So if you look at it from a scientific point, they say that we are looking at the universe through a, a, a peephole, like mm -hmm. a, a peephole that you put a, a, your eye through or a key right. through. So you looking, you only going to see 
what that people allow you to see. But there's different frequencies and vibrations or what we're going to call CO2 constituents, which is nothing but light and vibration. And, and that's where all things truly exist at. So, you know, for instance, you have something called a dog whistle. You can blow that dog whistle all day. Can we hear it? No, but do it wake up the neighborhood and dogs right. start barking, barking, showing that there's frequencies that such are on a high sensitive level well, yeah, that we're not in tune to no at more. At 19 hertz, you understand me, human hearing disappears, like we can't hear below that. So it said that, so there's a, um, you know, that frequency of the beast, right? Yeah. It's a fear frequency, Facts. 19 hertz. 19 hertz. Right? So a lion has it within a roar, Facts. right? But they also put it within movies and things of that nature. Like, you might be a grown man watching a scary movie wondering why you're shivering. It's not that you, your heart fears it. Yeah. It's that it's literally sending a, a frequency. Yeah. That's in it. They call it the ghost frequency yeah. as well. Yeah. Because you can't hear it, but you feel it. Facts. Right? And that's what creates the differentiation between your senses. Like, there's something there. I can't see it, but I feel it. So your body is jumping, trying to figure out what's happening. Yeah. So they entrain that within the frequency of you know, the movie, so the whole time you're on a low vibration, you're being fearful. Fear. False evidence, evidence and, appearing real. And then um, there's a frequency of the birds. I forget what yeah. the actual hertz is, but it's way higher. Yeah. Right? In tune with the brain. And it healed tinnitus. Facts. You understand me? Ringing in the ear. Facts. So I thought about that because, you know, we in the belly of the beast that's built off fear. This country is built off fear. This marketing built off fear. Everything is built off Everything. fear. If I can keep you on that fear frequency, I can control you. Yeah, facts. But if you ever, you know, ascend more so to the height, you understand me, beyond that beast frequency to the birds, you understand me, and to the higher self, then that's when you can heal and that's when you live above it. So what about the language of the birds? And, yeah, the and language I, of the birds. And that's I talk about point. this a lot, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Getting to the language of the birds and, you know, one of the good ways to do that is starting at the table, eating high frequency foods, food that grows highest, closest towards the sun. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where that sun is really beating and permeating on that food and giving it all of its energy and all of its, its codes and data. Like for instance, papayas. That's 12,000 years old. That's 12,000 years worth of information that we can eat and we can download and open up our Akashic records and start really getting into our, our, our cosmic libraries and learning old language. Because every language we already exist inside of us. Every event that, that will ever happen or already happen already exists inside of us. So we can start unlocking that junk DNA if we start with the food, you know. And that's why I got into health the way I really did because I realized that this is a good way to open up Pandora's box when it comes to healing holistic spirit mind and body of the black man and black woman yeah you know what the I'm saying? best one of the best plates I ever had when I was in Africa the Jamaican couple made me some food Jamaican and Kenyan couple oh my god mm -hmm. man food was so good it was the first time I felt like I tasted real fresh food mm -hmm. you understand me it was a simple meal with lentils some plantains I love them plantains know, some rice that she had something else but it was super simple so I'm like okay this is gonna be cool but when I tasted it it felt like the first time my taste buds had fresh, Man, real opened you food. Up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yo. And yeah. at the time, I just went vegetarian. Yeah. But that chicken she had over there was calling my name. <laughs> yeah, to this day, I regret not eating it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to get the taste of Hell it. Hell yeah, I want that taste. <laughs> like, you know, when you go, you go vegetarian or something, or vegan or plant-based, you feel like if you break that, like you're going against some sacred ritual yeah, code yeah, against yeah. yourself. But I'm like, man, I could have ate that chicken. But then I went to Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And Jamaica, you know, uh, we stayed uh, Blue Mountain, you know, all the way at the top of the mountain, mm -hmm. high up there. And, uh, and it was this couple that built out this particular, uh, like an Airbnb, basically. 
you know, uh, but they built it up there. And as soon as you come outside, like you in the mountains and there's fruits everywhere. Of course, the avocados is this big. Yeah, yeah, super juicy. big avocados, yeah. Fruits everywhere, like, man, super good. And the brother grew his own chocolate. He was showing me how he grows chocolate, how he dry it out, break it down. He grew his own coffee, of course, from the plants and everything. You know they love there. making their own coffee in Jamaica. Yeah, the Blue Mountain Shouts coffee. Shouts out to the Marley Brothers. Oh, man. But that's where I realized, like, you know, you got the Aki, you got the breadfruit, we had the other fruit, right? You can take the American breakfast and yeah. you can replace that completely with fruit. Get the same texture and almost the exact same look. The Aki at make the same a good time. egg. The Aki make a good egg. Bruh, the breadfruit yeah. and the Aki, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's toast and bread Facts. right there. Facts. Facts. You understand me? But we're so used to the customized meals that we get in America. You understand me? And we don't even want to substitute that, but also mostly because we don't even know that yeah. it exists. Facts, lack of knowledge. Yeah. But I'm glad you just said you can take fruits and you can create a nah, whole. See, you can take, you can you, take you, fruits, fruits and create any meal. Well, it's that was the first time I sold CMOS. We got, we got it from the Bushmen. They was getting yeah. it from the ocean for us because I wanted to get that fresh. Only thing I didn't realize that, you know, they, uh, they post offices yeah. are ancient. Yeah. So it was in there for hours, but that's a side story. That's, that's a problem we're going through right now with our CMOS. Yeah. It's, you, it's still in customs, bro. You literally, so people don't know in Jamaica, number one, the unfortunate aspect about the Jamaica is they import and export. Because yeah. they got enough fruit probably to feed the whole diaspora. Yeah. You're talking about just miles and miles of jungles of fruit just being untouched. Yeah. And you're talking about high rates of diabetes out there because everybody is going to eating canned foods or exported foods that they're getting from different places and yeah. countries. Yeah. So the Bushmen are able to make a living by just literally grabbing fruits off the land and then selling it to tourists that come in and out. Yeah. And the tourists are eating more fruits than the natives yeah. a lot so, of times. That's how you deindustrialize a place or black people. Yeah. Uh, it's a story of uh, uh, Dr. John Henry Clark, shouts out to the ancestors, most moment of silence for him. He was talking about uh, the potatoes, how potatoes made it to America, like mm. real healthy alkaline potatoes. Uh, white man, colonizer, went over into Haiti, took a potato, stole the seed and everything and how to grow them, and then went back to America and grew them, right? Started selling America. Notice how rich he got off of it, took an army back over into Haiti and destroyed all the seeds and how to grow them. And guess what? Now until this day, in order for Haiti to actually buy back the very potato that they land used to grow, they got to buy it from America. That's when it whole, originally came... You just explained the system. Man, ain't that crazy, man? <laughs> you just explained the system. That's how they do everywhere. Whether it's knowledge, whether it's seeds, yeah. it's literally the exact same system. Facts. Still it. You understand me? Take claim for it. Facts. Then sell it back to the people so that they can have access or rights to it. You understand me? That's a very unfortunate aspect of reality. So, you know, for somebody that, um, you know, want to start, but at the same time, I know a lot of people, it'd be hard because of what's already within them. You understand me? And a lot of people need to go through that cleanse, right? It's, you got the fast, but the cleanse is like that elimination process. And then, you know, your body stopped craving those things. You understand me? Because you eliminated. So is that something that your product deals with directly? Yes, yes. So uh, basically, for, so we, we are into, you know, healing people that's, I hate to say this, but that's on their deathbed. You know, you got a lot of herbalists that's into, you know, cleansing the digestive system, doing little blood cleansings and stuff like that. But we are literally getting people off of, you know, reversing cancer, sickle cell anemia, leukemia, herpes, a whole lot of herpes, especially dealing with St. Louis, STDs and stuff like that. So we call that geogenetic therapy. These are big systematic packages that I, that I got where you literally on a protocol schedule where you taking herbs sun up to sun down with a very, very strict diet. We understand and understand 
saying and overstand that our people is not able to transition into a diet like that that's not sick and dying that that's forced to do the cleanse like i'm talking about so what we created was something called the three bitters and these three bitters are for people that that don't want to dive deep into that healing like that because it can throw you into a healing crisis where you can't go nowhere mm. you know you pooping on yourself you're, you're urinating on yourself and you having these healing crises where you don't you ain't got a lot of energy so you got to stay home for cleansings like that this is for people that go to work you know, this is for people that still want to get out in the world and do their thing from day to day, but still getting their cleansing on. Now, I will warn you, these are purging herbs. So the first two days, make sure you at the house. Then once you regulate it, leave. But, you know, these three bitters right here cleanse the lymphatic system and the skin, which is what we've been talking yeah. about. This one cleanses the blood and all of the uh, internal or eternal organs. And then this one right here cleanses the nervous system and the colon. You know, it got a whole lot of uh, Dr. Sebi favorite herbs in them. You know, this is actually where I got the concept from. I just took it, ran with it, and you know, you know, elevated it into my own little thing. And these are three bitters, man. They selling out like crazy. We have a whole lot of celebrities that's on these right now. And uh, we actually doing the three bitter challenge right now. So if you do buy the three bitters, uh, make sure that you use the code, bitter. which is bitter yeah. on the website. And once you buy them, you know, record yourself taking them and then send them to me or upload them on YouTube and I'll put them on my platform. And uh, at the end of, after this video drop, at the end of the month, we'll do a giveaway or something to, to the person that had the most funniest video with the three bitter challenge. All right, man, the better the better, man. Let's start getting it together. Man, this conversation can go on forever, man. There's so many different points and so much that the people can learn from. But I want to dial it back down to just the streets for a second. You know, to the average young brother that's in the streets right now, we know that food is connected to criminality. Facts. You understand me? The mood disorders. And even just the fact that when you starve and it makes you want to eat, you'll take it off somebody else's plate to get Facts. it. Facts. Food you psychology. Me? You're always in survival mode. Facts. And then also the increase of, there was a study that was done in the prison where they gave them a high estrogen diet. You understand me? I know me? the study. Man, yeah. and the, you know, the men started, number one, they became super emotional. And they started growing boobs Very aggressive, too. growing breasts, right? They started to have all of these issues and problems with themselves, and it was literally considered a form of torture. Yeah. You understand me? A high soy diet, extremely high soy diet was considered a form of torture. And what they did was when they took them off the soy and they gave them you know, the good foods, the minerals, the fruits and vegetables, then they seen a decrease in the crime rate within the jails. Facts. People were less angry. You know, some of the sexual crimes started to decrease, right? The men weren't going into the psychologist with the same mental issues. Yeah. So a lot of us don't realize that every single day, the things that we love the most, the, the, the chemicals we put in our body are destroying us and creating the actions that we go out and do in the streets. Yeah, facts. You understand me? So can you give a message to my brothers, you know, just throughout the hoods of America, you know, to start that process of detoxing in the same capacity that you went through? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Especially for my St. Louis family, STL. Y'all know me. I used to be in them streets. They've been locked up, they've been shot, they've been stabbed, gang banged for many years, was really out here. Uh, the moment that I detoxed and I started loving myself and I changed my diet into a livid, you know, I used, to, I used to have blood on my tongue. Like, I used to thirst for blood. You know, I started becoming sensitive to animals, man. I remember, like, seven years ago, I was probably, like, five years into my diet, man. I, I hit, a, I hit a, a, a squirrel, man, and damn near cried over hitting mm. a squirrel, showing I started growing that love back. It's crazy. That happened to me in St. Louis once before. Mm -hmm. You understand? I remember that time I hit a, like, went over. Oh, 
Yeah. And it hit my heart. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? But man, before then, you know, I yeah. was a hunter. I'm you out there. I didn't think you would care. Yeah, I'm, I'm out here killing deers and everything. Yeah. Like, I, I used to, I was like that. You was killing deers. Yeah, like hunting, being okay. in the, yeah, hunting, killing deer. <laughs> no, not, not just out killing <laughs> like, deer. Like, I killed a little squirrel. You know what I'm yeah, <laughs> no, nah, we was killing, you know what I'm saying? Going hunting and stuff yeah. like that. You know, fishing and yeah. just, like, when I started loving myself, I noticed I started loving the life around me, man. I used to have a pure hatred for my brother. You know what I'm saying? I used to think, you know, I was loving my niggas and all of that. But you seen how we was setting up our environment and the, the exchanges we was having, I truly hated them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm telling them to go, you know, uh, have sex with multiple women. I'm telling them to drink all day. I'm offering them cocaine, weed, and I associated that with love. So I noticed once I changed my diet and my environment started changing, you know, even though a lot of my homeboys end up falling off. But the ones that stayed, I watched them grow with me and I seen them start loving themselves. But it started with our food. We have to realize that food is information, you know, and information is not only prone to good information. You have bad information, too. So when you eat low vibrational food, that is low vibrational frequencies that you put in your body. And that has an actual change on your brain and your perception of reality. So we need to start eating more high vibrant vibrational electrical foods. And that is the, the fruit kingdom, and you got some watery vegetables that will do the same thing. Now, for those that can't switch over like that, go make sure you go on a transitional diet. You know what I'm saying? Look into that stuff. But, you know, food is information, and good information will change your life. It changed mine. Like, look at me. I'm a, I'm a Sydney example. I was broke, gangbanging, robbing people, got locked up, sentenced for robbing people. Been, I mean, I done been through it. I got metal from here to here. My whole right side of my face is lower. It's fake. I done been through all of that. Now, I'm a person that love my brothers and sisters. We got programs, agricultural programs together. I'm a millionaire all off of changing my diet. My diet straight was, was the, the stepping stool to my success with every angle of my life. Even my spirituality all came from my diet because it changed the way that I interacted with my environment. You know, I, I just remembered, though, I got one last question for you. Um... And I seen a video you did on alopecia. Yeah. You understand me? I didn't get the opportunity to go through the full video. So I was wondering if you can give me a rundown on what are some of the solutions that people are facing and what are some of the causes of why so many people are having alopecia today? High acid diets, man. You know, acids. So alopecia, when you look at an alopecia patient, uh, all you have to do is go to a leukemia ward and look at them two-year-olds. Don't they look just alike? They, they, mm -hmm. What they got in, in common is bald heads. So you have to ask yourself, how did this two-year-old with long growing hair become bald head and look like that she have alopecia? And it's from the chemotherapy that they're giving the, uh, the, the leukemia patients. So the commonality is acids, high acid diets is what causes alopecia. If you really want to heal alopecia, you have to drain and cleanse what we call the glymphatic system. You have to cleanse out the sinus cavities. These cavities are full of mucus, and the reason why it's full of mucus because mucus acts as a, calcer, a, a, a calcium buffering system to acids. That's what they do. Mucus neutralize acids. That's why acid foods bring on a mucosa response. So if you stop eating the acids, you will get rid of the mucus. When mucus and acid mix together, especially when we're talking about uric acid from meats, or we're talking about lactic acid from from, uh, from dairy products, or we're talking about phytic acid from unsprouted beans, once calcium, is where you get the word calcification from, mixed with acid and mucus, it starts to crystallize. This crystallization actually blocks up your hair buds and it keeps you from regrowing your hair. Now what's happening is you're gonna have what you call a lymphatic response or what the allopathic community will call an immune response where the actual immune response don't, these cells don't go and, 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 and they don't go and fight off 
the actual sprouts that make your hair grow. So now we don't have that immune response or that lymphatic response no more to go fight off the acids to keep your hair sprouting. It's nothing but damaged tissue cells due to a corrosive side of chemistry that we call acidosis. You get rid of the acids, you, you get rid of all the negative things in your life. It's only two sides of chemistry, y'all. Just like you got an up or down, an inside out, black, white, hot, cold. You have alkaline and you got acids. Alkaline bring on life, bring on longevity, bring on balance, bring on my art, brings on love, joy, peace, long suffering. You know what I'm saying? Faith, goodness, gentleness, and meekness and temperance. That acidic side brings on death, brings on anger, murderous thoughts, hatred. I mean, all types, homosexual, everything. So we, we need to start looking towards the alkaline side of life. Period. Appreciate that. You know, um, it's something to be said. Um, I wanted to talk about that aspect of people making that transition. Definitely not going to be easy. No. Right? But specifically talking to my men out there, man, the young males, young guys that's in the streets or, you know, anywhere, period, you have a hard time going through that transition. But the reality of it is, is this, that we're not looking for easy. Part of being a man is to be able to go through difficult things. Facts. You understand me? And make them look easy. Right. You understand me? Yeah, right. of passage. And I think that we get to a point where in society, everybody wants everything to be easy and soft. Like, oh, I don't feel like this, that, and the third. You know, you got to have a vision for your new life and your new self in Facts. order to be able to consistently Facts. go there. Otherwise, you go fall off at any point in time. You know, and um, there's something called, uh, I believe it's called Zeitgeburst. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, it was a connection to that thought process and when, like, let's say a, a woman goes through um, a loss of a spouse mm-hmm. or anybody goes through a loss of a spouse, you know, and let's say you rolling over in the bed, you expecting that person to be there because there's a certain rhythm and balance within your life. And when that's empty and it's not there, then you have to figure out a way to replace that, yeah. right? Oftentimes, social interactions, food, people figure out how to replace anything that's empty or missing. So... In absence of you having the ability to completely just say, I'm going to go cold turkey, you understand me? You have to find replacements Fact. that can subsidize what you're already doing. Fact. Because when you get rid of one thing, replace it with another thing. So I like the idea of starting with, you know, number one, if you can, the best thing for anybody is to do a fast. I'm doing a fast right now. Yeah, fast. Right? You know, starving out any of those toxins and any of those things and not giving them any life throughout the day. But it also spiritually helps me with any other aspect of my life and my shadow self that I need to work on. Yeah. You understand me? Because as I'm controlling, you know, my restrictions on what I eat, then it gives me focus on other things, yeah. right? If it's no gluttony, it's no greed going here, or what other aspects of life should I be focused on? And that spiritual aspect be so key because there's a lot of men suffering spiritually. Facts. You understand me? You don't think about it like people, we talk about demons, huh? But that's literally demons yeah. that's hunting and controlling them young boys. Yeah. You understand me? And they can't get away from it. They can't sleep. You understand me? They got to do the drugs because, you know, you kill somebody and then that flash of life, it takes a part of your life as well. Fact. And you stuck with that image of that person forever. So there's an aspect of you that's destroyed. And you know, there's no sympathy for the young killer in the streets. There's no sympathy for young black men and the destructions we got to go through on a daily basis to survive and the traumas we go through. I got empathy for it because I have been through many different realities. I got you. You understand me? And so as we, it's, it's, it's one thing where it's like, yo, telling somebody to make a change, another thing, of course, like, you know, we go through the experience, but also the practicality is start with fasting. That's one of my keys. Yeah. 
If you can fast, you realize what you don't need, and okay. then you replace it with things that you actually need. And then, of course, the water. You understand me? A lot, you know, most of the time people overeat because they dehydrated. So hydration is key because anytime you're doing something good for yourself, you're reminding yourself of the reason you're doing it. And it makes you want to do it in other areas of your life. Fact. So it then becomes this pattern that can now become your character, mm. right? Fact. And then we can go towards, like you say, the fruits. Just simply going to the store and passing up, you know, the Red Hot Ripplers, man, they be hitting, I know. You understand? For people in St. Louis, they know what I'm yeah, talking about. Everybody facts, else, facts. Know what I'm talking. <laughs> but instead, go get a fruit. We live in food deserts on purpose. It's systematically designed to keep you hungry, keep you dehydrated, to not be tapped into source. So you go with those fruits. Then you go with those vegetables. You know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he talked about that small white navy bean. You understand me? It has the power to absorb certain radiation and toxicity, mm. you understand me, within the body. So if I'm going to give anybody a start, man, fasting, water, fruit, you understand me? And if there's a specific food that I'm going to tell you to eat, it's going to be that Navy bean. Mm, that Navy bean? Yeah. Um, but, brother, I appreciate you tapping in and you being here. This has been more than a high-level conversation. This has been a high-vibrational conversation. You understand me? There's a lot of knowledge that you're going to have to do in order to keep up with the conversation that was had. But the generality of what we were talking about was taking care of yourself. Facts. Which also means taking care of yourselves. You understand me? And understanding as below as above. So what happens inside you is happening on the outside Facts. of you. You understand me? And everything that you eat is going to have a reaction that's going to have a consequence. And so we end up living out the either a constructive consequence of our actions or a destructive consequence of our actions. But it all starts here. You understand me? What we feed ourselves, because that's what we become consistently over and over. Whether it's the diet of what we take from television, entertainment, music, environment, you understand me? Our plates, what we see, what we feel, all of that, you know, especially, you know, our melanated people, we brag about melanin, but that means that we have higher absorption rates. Facts. So we absorbing more of the environment Facts. and the reality than anybody. That's the reason why You understand me? You taking in that information at a high rate and you don't have the ability to filter and or process it. Oof. You understand me? So we are overly filled with junk and toxins and waste and we have no sense of science of how to eliminate it properly within our culture we have a death culture rather than a health culture you understand me so brother i appreciate you I'm dropping present. this game this science and this wisdom on them because it's been a great high level conversation i'm, I'm 19 keys and this is high level conversation tap in with the god and that was a divine build me and the brotherhead me and the godhead you know what i'm saying he most definitely on god level status um, and it was beautiful, you know, it was like, it was like coming in contact with your twin brother you didn't know exist. You know what I'm saying? It was a great build, great intellectual exchange, and him being from home, man, him being from STL was just mind-blowing to me, you know what I'm saying? It's all just a divine intellect, because the people put this together, you know? We didn't even know each other, the people straight put us together, just shows you how, you know, the universe and how to create a work. So, man, it was, you know, I'm excited about it. Uh, what I want people to take from our whole in, in intellectual exchange we had, uh, was you know to love yourself. Uh, man, make sure that you love yourself, know thyself, and just make sure you change your eating habits and be there for your family and train up your children and your women. You know, uh, like we was talking about, man's supposed to be king, priest, and prophet uh, over his household. 
Another one is just being self-sufficient, you know, making sure we growing our own food, uh, making sure that we getting our own water resources and buying lands and coming coming together collectively uh, as a as the so-called African mind, you know. The only way to make it up out of this is us coming together and putting our resources together. So that's what I want y'all to really, you know, take in from that whole intellectual conversation. Knowledge yourself and love yourself and know thyself. You know, it's not even just about him being from St. Louis, but all of the young bros that's in the streets, you understand me, they got a light that's enlightening the people and that's showing the way and showing the example. There's a lot of brilliance and genius and powerful intellect that's throughout the communities and the hoods throughout America that don't get no light, that don't get no shine. You understand me? There's like there's celebrities that may know or platform people that may know but never put them on. You understand me? And I remember, you know, just for the last seven to 10 years, curating on my platform, you gotta do a lot of stuff yourself. And even when people know of you, you understand me, there's uh, envy, there's jealousy, and there's just a fear, you understand me, of what's considered to be called the rise of the black messiahs. You understand me? And I think that we need to get rid of that and we need to fully unleash the intellect and the might, you understand me, of the young soldiers and the young guys worldwide. So, you know, what I wanna do is find all of those who have voices, you understand me, who have platforms, who have something good going on, whether you agree or disagree, I think that we all deserve space and opportunity and time to have our voice, you know, heard in front of the masses. Uh, man, my brand, you know, self-preservation, you know, uh, I want, I want, I want young black boys and, uh, young black girls to be able to look at me and see the clothes I'm wearing, see, you know, I don't, you know, I look more like a rapper than a healer, showing you that we need to, we gotta be careful with what we identify with or how we identify people. I want people from the hood to be able to look at me and be able to say, dang, I can still look and dress the way I want comfortably and still have some type of intellect about me, still have some type of self-knowledge about me and the path of enlightenment and, and know where I'm going, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that's why it was very important that I came on here and I wore my shirt because I was gonna put on my African garment. I could have got garment up, Luckily, keys were his suit, you know what I'm saying, to, to bring in that my eye, that balance, you know what I'm saying? But I was like, you know what, I'm gonna dress like where I'm from and, I, and I'm gonna spit this real knowledge and hopefully this will inspire, you know, the little young black boys and girls from my hoods and all hoods across the world to, you know, be comfortable in their own skin and be able to spit this divine intellect and also apply the knowledge that they have learned to change their whole entire lives, for the better, of course. Number one, this episode is for everyone. Um, but specifically, I think for the young man and woman that's on a journey that's trying to heal themselves. You understand, when we're talking about food, you know, food is not, you know, a journey for just physical healing, but a spiritual healing. You feel me? And people of all different environments that wear different crowns and caps in different places, they all trying to figure out where to start. And if they can start with what they're putting inside themselves, then they can start having a different external reality. You understand me? So it's really for everybody that want to figure out what to do next you feel me and if and if it reaches somebody's spirit to be like damn i see myself in bro damn i want to be like that or yes i want to get on that same type of journey because how many people that heard of dr sebi or heard of some spiritual teacher and a leader they take the information but do nothing with it so i figured that the only way you can be a pupil or you can be a student of somebody is if you stand go as far as them or go further you understand me? And it's not enough to follow a teaching. You have to become it through example and experience to produce a new reality. You feel me? So 
if anything, a lot of these things are showing you examples of the different minds. And you ain't gonna see this. Number one, you ain't gonna see this in movie and film and entertainment. They act like our archetype don't exist. So you're not gonna get it from our perspective, our mindset, nothing. It's just completely shut out and, and, and overshadowed. So I think that it's important that more of these voices, you know, get spread and more of the knowledge get spread. And I want people to come in with a non-judgmental, non-biased way of thinking when they observe. Because when you observe and you're not judging, then you get to absorb everything. You understand me? When you're judging, you're gonna close off a lot because of your feelings. And your consciousness becomes like a block instead of spherical that allows you to flow with the knowledge and the intellect. So I think that more of us uh, uh, um, need to allow ourselves to listen to different perspectives, ideologies, because it allows us to liberate ourselves from the main ones that's oppressing us and keeping us in failure situations. Peace, 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 little light of healing, peace to the gods, peace to the earth. My name is Yaqui, awaken, real name is Yokai Rafai Elohim. You are now tuned in to High Level Conversations with the God 19 Keys. Peace. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.